Welcome back to the show. Will North Vancouver CMP have issued a violation ticket to the owner of the vehicle for uh, that uh, hit that North Vancouver overpass uh, the other day? Uh, the BC government has suspended the license of Whistler of the Whistler Transportation Company, whose truck driver did crash into that overpass. Uh, uh, the enforcement action will see all 22 of Whistler 99 courier and freightway trucks taken off the road until the conclusion of an investigation by the province. Now, as I said. Uh, prior to the news, there have been 11 trucks that have struck overpasses this year and 13 last year. So why is this happening? And are the penalties that we have enough? Uh, well, Paul, Paul Doroshenko, who is a traffic lawyer at Acumen Law, was with um, spoke to Mike Smith earlier today. Uh, take a listen to his comments in regards to the tickets that, uh, that we're handing out for these accidents. Uh, we look at fines a lot of the time, and it's hard to it's hard to sort of connect them with the economic realities of our world, especially when you look at the damage. I mean, that that Richmond yeah. overpass that we know of just south of Knight Street still hasn't been repaired because it's probably going to cost millions and millions of dollars, and engineers are trying to figure it out. The fines are really disproportionate with the damage caused. But think yeah. about the other economic consequences in this case for this company. You know, they may have a huge insurance problem because your insurance is typically void if you do things like, you know, maybe void if you do things like leave the scene of an accident. So, you know, if you caused a million dollars damage uh, in those circumstances, who's actually picking up the bill? That was Paul Doroshenko speaking to our Mike Smith earlier today. So what is causing all this? Is it the drivers? Is it the companies? It was. Is it the rush to deliver goods and services in a 24-7 world? Uh, Vijay Deep Singh Sahasi is president of the West Coast Trucking Association, association that speaks on behalf of uh, the truck drivers. Uh, Mr. Sahasi, thank you for joining us today. Good to be here, sir. Uh, so tell me, um, over the last uh, 24, 48 hours, a significant conversation, of course, around what happened in North Vancouver in the overpass. Uh, a lot of these incidents have occurred over the last couple of years. Uh, why do you think this is happening? Um, this could be, there could be numerous reasons for these things which are happening. Uh, uh, truck, I mean, negligence for sure on part of uh, the operator. But then it's just not one person which we can be blamed. I mean, there, there are numerous reasons. Uh, it's a teamwork when wide load has to be transported. There are so many people who are involved in it. So all of them have to their, do their job perfectly mm-hmm. so that nothing of this sort is been seen. And uh, I think we have been lagging there somewhere. But some have said, look, it's the, ultimately the driver uh, who should be, um, you know, uh, the, the safety inspection should be occurring with the driver. They're the ones driving. If there's anything that uh, they're not comfortable with, should, they should be raising their voice that this shouldn't be happening because the driver has safety protocols to go through. What do you say to that argument? It's easier said than done. Because I, I understand the driver has the utmost responsibility. But route planning, routes, detours, the infrastructure, there's so many things which are just overseen. A driver is given a job. I know he has to inspect everything and Primarily, he should be doing it. It's his primary job. But there are so many um, uh, factors while he's being there. The peer pressure from the company or the customer, and, you know, they're asking you to cut corners. So human tendency is that some people just lose it, and then they try and, okay, well, just to accommodate, it's a thankless job, believe you me. Mm-hmm. Well, if, this... if everything goes well, mm-hmm. nobody's going to say thank you, driver, for taking that extra effort. But unfortunately, if something goes wrong, then it's hyped up. When you say peer pressure uh, from companies, what do you mean? 
the companies need to get their loads delivered in this competitive world the companies are also just striving hard to just keep afloat so though those pressures just build up on the driver eventually because he has to see that the loads are being delivered the company keeps running so that he can just keep feeding his family uh, and but it, so this is a supply chain issue in the sense that the the orders are tight uh, it's a competitive industry uh, people are just moving uh quickly uh, so that safety checks safety precautions are at times perhaps ignored or at the very least not you're not paying attention to them as much as you should be absolutely then there's a lot of lack of infrastructure the bridges being built are also i mean why are these things happening for most of it in british columbia we have these sort of loads being moved in other states as well alberta our neighbors we don't we don't hear so much happening there because their bridges and the infrastructure is way better than what we have in bc we have tight spaces we we need uh, maybe we need a pilot car so at more places than what we expect um do you think there's uh, any argument to the fact that we are not educating uh, our drivers enough at our schools uh, when it comes to to uh, those who are uh, driving trucks, because ultimately, you know, the industry there's lots of retirement there right now. You got long, young drivers, like a lot of industries. You see, baby boomers retiring, new workers coming in. Do you think a lot of this has to be? There's such a demand out there uh, that we're pushing people through school quickly enough that we just don't have the mentorship in some of these companies uh, to watch over these drivers. Absolutely, yes, I would say it's 100% correct. There's a uh, new drivers need to be trained perfectly this is not a small machine it's a big machine and uh, if you're hauling oversized loads it's even a bigger responsibility so uh, inadequate training is one of the, these things and not only the training is not only for the drivers it has to be there for the uh, the dispatchers too cuz they are the the dispatchers the route planners they need to be trained as well cuz they are the guys who are going to guide him he's just being guided for most part okay you take this route and it you should be okay and there are wrong signages i can give you an example on highway 1 even today it's still there and we've been trying to get it fixed for the past 2 years and i don't know why is it taking too long and still it has not been done mm-hmm. the example is if you are going on highway 1 east down just uh, uh, where the 216th overpass has been built just past that there's a sign which says your truck the uh, trailer is overheight right and the global road which is being rebuilt now that was the bridge which comes just after that which was pretty much high but the actual concern is the railway bridge which is a low bridge so the sign is there and then there's no detour available not even a proper pull out if you go and look at the pull out it's not even it's a very small pull out even a truck cannot fit in there mm. if if he tries to pull in the whole um highway is screwed now he has we were talking about peer pressure when you look in your rear view mirror you have so much of line up there the driver get confused okay now i just went through this bridge which was a, which was a glover road bridge and now he thinks he's okay and then just after that is the low bridge actually actual low bridge and you go and hit into that um some so, have said some have said the overpasses in future when we build new overpasses repair new overpasses they should be built higher uh so the, your your argument is that we need to be doing some of that in this province absolutely yes we need over uh, if we are building newer ones we have to keep into account that uh, we have to move this uh, high and wide machinery we need that sort of uh, infrastructure and proper warning signs too when i was talking about the warning sign east side when we were going on highway 1 if you talk about the city there is a warning sign what about the westbound part 
there's nothing warning any driver if a driver is coming from out of the province how would he really know that there's a low bridge coming up although he should have a proper route i would say but still if he misses that he has, there's no way that he he's going to get warned again does the increase increase penalties for drivers will that have, have any impact in your mind if if you were to raise the penalties i mean uh, the one um, the one incident in delta uh, in july which uh, uh, led to a significant amount of damage on the overpass on the south side of the massey uh, tunnel i think the repair bill there is 1.4 million dollars it starts in november go into next year um, whatever fine you're charging somebody's not going to cover the 1.4 million dollars of taxpayers will now have to pay but do you think there should be a significant an increase in penalties for drivers would that help i would not agree to that why it's okay yes being penalties there's altogether already there are existing penalties there are quite a few if you're taking too many penalties on the driver this is this is discouraging the people to come into this industry which is already having shortage of truckers so proper training i would emphasize on proper training rather than penalties mm. Do you think this, going back to the schools for a moment, there's been a lot of uh, uh, schools opening up in our province, catering to international students specifically. Uh, do you think at that level, perhaps that's some of the the challenge there, that may, they may not be getting the appropriate education, uh, they may not be spending as much time. Do you think that has anything to do with some of the challenges we're seeing right now? I'm glad that you brought it up. We see that a newcomer who's coming from uh, overseas, they sometimes get licenses as soon as they come here some, from a different province maybe and then they get it transferred and those those guys who are getting a license right away are not even aware of the topography of the driving rules and regulations here in uh, our country because they might be coming from a country where they drive on the other side of the road so those guys are getting licenses as soon as they step in whereas our own uh, people who've been born and brought up here have to wait for the same licensing so that yes for sure that is one of the part which is a faulty part and you i think some people have been afraid to ask that question do you think so you think the 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 training for new new students international students has to be looked into that the training isn't sufficient enough and that may be at least partially why this is occurring is that a fair comment um i would say they have to be trained before they're put on the roads and especially if they're being put on with such a heavy equipment for sure they should be although i would advocate even they should be well trained even if they're operating a small car mm-hmm. but if you're operating a big truck and oversized load oh certainly you have to undergo extensive training before that mm-hmm. uh mr sahasi thank you so much for your time i really appreciate it uh thank you so much and i take uh, this opportunity to say that west coast trucking association is for the drivers and all our members are active truck drivers i'm really glad and grateful that you got in touch with us and thank you once again to you and to all your listeners.